I'm Erin Barnes, and once upon a time I was a pessimistic control freak, a hyper-striving, overwhelmed perfectionist, living with the experience of over-functioning anxiety, with self-confidence that could not fall much lower. A habit of busyness to numb and avoid fear, and a subsequent autoimmune disease to confirm the stress of it all. With thanks to my 20 plus years studying brain, body and behavioural sciences, that is no longer my reality. And if any of that rings true to you, it need not be yours either. In our Habit Stacker episodes, I share some key integrative steps to living whole life success. By simply stacking these gently and consistently together over time, you will live with a more positive interpretation and experience of most days, with healthy striving across all areas of life and sit contently with a strong sense of pride in the way that you lived and led at home, work, and in the community. So often we get caught up in what we eat, what we put in our body, and the confusion around that and the extremes around that. And what we often forget, or perhaps we don't know, is that how we eat has such a huge impact on the nutrients we absorb from the food that we eat. So you could be someone who is choosing the absolute perfect foods for you. You could be eating organic and doing everything right. And yet the way that you're eating and the way that you're breathing and the way that you're living generally can be inhibiting the digestive system function and the absorption and the assimilation of the nutrients in your food. So you still may not be feeling vital, happy and have a balanced weight. So it's really important to bring some key practices when eating. And we have four of them, four habits in this Habit Stacker episode to share. They're simple, but so often you'll find that we actually don't do them very well. So what we need to understand when it comes to our eating habits is that the level of stress that the body perceives to be present at any time really matters. Stress can be made up or it can be real. But what we often find is that when we're sitting on this stress spectrum somewhere at any given time of the day, and of course there's over 40 triggers that add to that load, and that's a topic for another episode soon, but what happens is when all these things stack together, at the time we eat, so often the stress load is having an impact on the body which says to the body, you are under threat. And if we are under threat, the message to the body in that moment is to put all the blood flow to the extremities of the body and to the muscles so that we can escape that threat. It's not really that fussed about the digestive system and and digesting your food. And it sounds silly because usually when we're sitting and eating, sure, we don't have these major threats, but it can be very simple and it can be a stacking, uh, stacking load of pressures through the day that allow us to sit high on this stress spectrum at any given time and stop or inhibit this digestive function. So think about when you eat. Are you bringing a level of mindfulness to that moment? And by mindfulness, I just mean, are you aware of how you're feeling? Are you aware of how you're thinking? Are you accepting for what that is? And usually we're not. Usually we are sitting at our desk or sitting at the table, if we're lucky we're sitting, and we are inhaling and not very present and mindful in that moment. So if we are simply in the moment of eating, thinking into the future chaotically, or at the end of day meal, we're sitting there and we're being critical about all the things that hasn't, haven't been done, or we're thinking about all the things that have to be done still tonight and tomorrow, then the chances of us sitting high on that stress spectrum are increased. 
So the very first behaviour to support that digestive system is to reduce those stress levels or where we are on that stress spectrum so that we can get blood flow to that digestive system. And that breath is simply to breathe in through the nose, let the belly expand, then the chest expands. And as you breathe out, the chest lowers and the belly lowers. And perhaps you need to do five of those. Perhaps you need to do 20 of those. But what we are doing is bringing mindfulness into the moment and also sending the autonomic nervous system a message to say we are safe to digest. The second thing we need to do is to see our food, to smell our food. It's why cooking, that actual behavior that some of us have forgotten, is actually really useful because in the process it sets us up to be ready for food. We can't catch a ball if we don't know it's coming. And if you didn't catch the ball, in that case, when you didn't know it was coming, there's nothing wrong with the skills. It's the same with the digestive system. People blame it, but they're not giving it its best chance to do its job and what it knows how to do automatically. When we smell food, neurons are activated and processes begin everywhere, even in our liver, to impact insulin production, to be able to process proteins. And this smelling and sight of food stimulates gastric acid secretion, that hydrochloric acid in the stomach, which uh, we want our stomach acid to sit at about 1.5 to 3.5 pH because we want it to be that acidic that it begins to bring or, or continues to break down the food particles so by the time it gets to the small intestine where we absorb the nutrients it's the food particles are in the right state but if we don't produce stomach acid and the level sat at a, a level seven we wouldn't digest it So it's really important that we prepare ourselves for eating. We smell the food, we see the food versus inhaling it. That's step two, so that we can produce that gastric acid to start to break down the food when the food gets there. And while we're on the topic of producing stomach acid, the third behavior that's really useful is to reduce the amount of water or limit the amount of water that we drink just before or after food. So perhaps 20 minutes either side, we restrict that so that we don't create an alkaline stomach environment. So by drinking water and the water goes into the stomach, often that will stop that acidic environment that would help that process of breaking down the food. Number four, the very final easy step would be the chewing process. So we have created some nice breath in the body to reduce the stress response in the body, the automatic stress response. We're sending the signal to the body that we are safe to digest. We then smell our food. We see our food so that we are preparing the body for that. We try not to drink too much water so that we don't alkalize that stomach acid in the stomach. And then the very final thing that we do is chew. When we put the food in our mouth, we actually don't inhale. We actually chew it. That mastication process is a vital part of the digestive process. It's the part that you're in control of. If you are about to eat some food and we don't chew it, then what happens is the whole way down the digestive system, so right down through the stomach into the intestines, at every point along that way, the food particles are too big. So by the time it gets to the small intestines, the absorption of that of those nutrients isn't optimal. So we're really looking at chewing so it's like this gooey, gooey state before we swallow. And so there's simple, simple steps, right? 
But simple doesn't mean they're common practice. And if you were really honest with yourself, are you doing all the right things and eating all the right foods, but when it gets to this digestive process, you're not giving it a red hot shot to do what it knows how to do on its own. So there's your four little tips, little habits to breathe before you eat your food, to smell and see the food, to reduce the amount of water, and then to chew it so well that it's like that gooey mixture before it hits your throat and you swallow it. I'm Erin Barnes, and I hope this brings a little more vibrancy, ambition, possibility, and wellness to your week. And if it does, I would be so very grateful if you would contribute your precious time to review the Next Generation Wellness Podcast. And if you're keen to get started on some of these things we've talked about, I've got a freebie for you sitting over in the show notes. I invite you over there too. Mm